This is Sunday night worship service here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church, January the 3rd, 2021, with our senior pastor, Reverend Jerry Barbie, bringing the message tonight, promotion to the next level. We also start off with the praise team tonight, singing Won't Go Back. Your presence came and changed me. I 
Amen. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm not turning round. By the grace of God, I'll wear a shining crown.
Somebody shout, praise the Lord. Want to keep going on? You might be seated. For the glory of God. Let me mention also Bishop Nelson starting tomorrow, January the 4th to the 24th, fasting for the next 21 days. Next 21 days. Anybody can fast for 21 days. There's nothing to it. If I hadn't have done it, I wouldn't have said that. There is something to it, but it can be done. God's in the midst of it. Amen? 21 day fast. Everybody remember that. Just be much in prayer. Not giving up. Not turning around. I'm going to keep holding on to that nail scarred hand. Is that what it said? Because if I keep holding on to the nail scarred hand, I'll get a promotion. If I keep holding on to the nail scarred hand, I'm going to be able to wear a shining crown. Amen? I don't have a crown here. I'm not looking one here. I'm looking one when I get to the other side. Amen? <clears throat> Tonight's going to be a little bit different. I'm going to speak to you a little bit. We're going to speak, uh, going to talk to you uh, about some things and just let you know promotion to the next level. Look at your neighbor and say, I want to be promoted. If I had a subtopic, it would be see at the top. Amen? See at the top. I'm gonna be, I won't be reading the scripture tonight, but I'm gonna be coming out of 2 Kings chapter 2, uh, verses, chapter 2, verse 1 through chapter, uh, verse 17. I'm not gonna read all, I'm not gonna read that tonight, but anyway, that's, that's where some of it's gonna be based from, and others gonna be based on different parts of the, of, of, the, of the word. So anyway, that's where we're going from. Well, right now, Isaiah chapter 45, verse 1, the Bible says, Thus saith the Lord to his anointed. Everybody say anointed. You know, sometimes the word of God speaks to specific people. Sometimes it's not for everybody, it's just for the anointed. And God here is saying, he's speaking to the anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held to subdue nations before him and to loose the armor of kings, to open before him the double doors so that the gates will not be shut. Somebody say God bless the reading of his word. I don't know if I said it this morning, but Happy New Year. Uh, Sometimes I get up here, I got so many things on my mind. Happy New Year. We know we just started this year back in last Friday. And so it's already uh, day number three of this year, uh, January the 3rd. But in this year, 2021, the Lord will cause the door of breakthrough to open. Listen to me. The The Lord will cause the door of breakthrough to open unto you. And every, unto you and every crooked places shall be made straight. As God lives, the treasure of darkness and hidden riches of secret places shall be given unto you in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. You know, there's so many people that's, that's come through the year 2020. As I said this morning, I don't want to say, shoo, we made it through. No, I want to say, look what we've done for the Lord. I believe, I believe Pine Level's done some good things for the Lord in, in the year 2020, but I believe, I believe Pine Level's got greater things in store for the Lord in 2021. Can I get an amen? I believe God's going to bless us abundantly. So, uh, so let me say right here that, uh, you know, God is, 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 is amazing. But I, I want to... I want to uh, let me quickly welcome you to the year of next level. 
2021. I believe it's going to be the year of the next level. All those who put their trust in God, listen, all those who put their trust in God, this year shall be put, shall not be put to shame. I'm having a problem with my eyes tonight. They're a little bit, a little bit disordered or something. Like anyway, all those who put their trust in God this year shall not be put to shame. I'm confident that I will see you at the top in Jesus' name. Amen? So that's why I said, subtopic, see you at the top. If you're with Jesus tonight, the only place you can be is at the top. Amen? You're not at the bottom. You're not the tail. You're the head. Amen? You're not behind your head because Jesus Christ is going to make sure of that. Amen? So let me share with you the story of a man that friends and enemies had mocked, has mocked and despised but because he put his trust in God of Israel, he was taken to the next level and all who has mocked him came to bow before him when his promotion came. I have good news to, for someone tonight, by the way of internet, by the way of here, somebody, somewhere, I have good news for you tonight uh, that's hearing this message. Uh, all your enemies will come to bow before you uh, in the presence uh, and in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Can I get an amen? I don't know about you, but COVID's been an enemy to me. I had to miss. It won't no joke. My wife had it. It won't no joke. She had it worse than I did. But you know what? I'm not afraid of it, but I do respect it. So you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm believing and I'm waiting for the day that when that enemy called coronavirus is going to bow <clears throat> before all the children and the saints of God. In Jesus' name, amen. In the book of 2 Kings chapter 2, the, son, the, son, the sons of the prophet were mocking Elisha. But as soon as he was promoted to the next level, when the double portion of the anointing of Elijah came upon him, the Bible says in, in, in 2 Kings chapter 2 verse 15, the second part of that, the Bible says they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Prior to this, he was being made fun of. Prior to this, he was a joke. He was he was he was, he was a joke uh, 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 of the town. Prior to this, uh, they want too much to Elisha. But when he got promoted to the next level, my friend, uh, that's when things begin to change. Listen to me, somebody. Uh, it is true that no one recognized you or member or, or, or recognized you or remembers you uh, in your family any longer. But as you move to the level of recognition this year, before any decision is taken in your family, you shall be consulted in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. If you don't know the Lord, now's the best time to get to know him because great things are in store for the children of God for the year 2021. Mm. Elisha became a sought after. People looked for him. They, they, were, they, were, they were seeking out Elisha. He became, a, he became solution to problems. He moves from a position of obscurity into recognition from nobody to somebody. Lack becomes abundance and failure turns to success. In Genesis chapter 41 verses 40 through 44, just tell you the story, Joseph was, was promoted to the next level. A prisoner became the prime minister in a foreign land, and even his own brethren came to bow before him. 
You see what happens when you go to the next level? Things begin to happen. Things change. Amen. Joseph was promoted. He was a prisoner. But, but yet being a prisoner, the Bible declares that he became prime minister to a foreign land and even his brother. You see, his brothers got all mad and upset and jealous with him because he told them of a dream he had when he was just a child. And, and let me tell you something. If God's really doing something in your life, sometimes the worst person you can tell is somebody in your family. You look at me like I'm strange, but it's a fact. I've shared some things with some family folks and they let me know I was crazy. You lost your mind. I said, you're exactly right. The Bible said for me to lose my mind, put on the mind of Christ, everything's gonna be okay. So that's what I told him. I put on the mind of Christ, amen? So he went from a prisoner to a prime minister and his own brethren bowed down before him. Esther was taken to the next level and a slave girl became the queen. Esther chapter two, verse 17. No matter your situation today, no matter the condition this year, 2021, you shall move to the next level. I don't care where you are right now. I don't, work, I don't care what your condition is. I don't care your situation right now. If you put your whole heart trust in Jesus Christ, I'm telling you now, 2021, you're gonna move to the next level for the glory of God. God's seeking out people in this latter day that he can put his hands on, that he can trust, and that he can use for his divine glory. He ain't gonna just use everybody. That don't make me privileged. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But he's not gonna use everybody because everybody don't want to be used by God. Too many people will sit around and make excuses why they're not, why, why, why this is going on, why that's going on. They're gonna make excuses why they're not doing something for God. But I got news for you this, to, to die, my friend. God told me years and years ago when he called me to preach. I said, can't do it. I come up with every excuse there was in the book. You name it, I come up with the excuse. I invented some excuses. But God spoke to me plainly one night. He said, son, I'm gonna tell you something. There is no excuse with God. I said, but I can't do it. He said, yes, you can. I said, can't. He said, you can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. You see, for every excuse you got, God's got a rebound for it. So I'm gonna go ahead and tell you now, just humble down and do what the Lord wants you to do. This is gonna be a great year for those people that really want to serve the Lord. David was the least among his brethren. But when the time to move him to the next level came, even though he has been forgotten by his family, the almighty God makes the least uh, to become the very first. Amen? Hey, they, they brought everyone, uh, Jesse brought everyone of his children uh, before Samuel. Was it Samuel? Yeah, I think it was Samuel, yeah. Brought everyone up. And he was gonna anoint them. Surely the firstborn, the tall, dark, handsome guy, the dark hair, the, the, the brown complexion, you know, clear, looking good, just, I mean, just, just know that was gonna be the one. I mean, no, God don't go by the outward appearance, he goes by the inside of the heart of a man. So out of all those children, all seven, I believe it was, Samuel said, hold it, there's something wrong. God sent me here to anoint a king over Israel. Something ain't right. Jesse, this all your children? This all your boys? No. I got one more. You got one more. Where's he at? Well, he's a little old ruddy fellow out there. He's, he's watching my sheep. And if you've noticed this morning, I brought up the fact that how God had took David from following the sheep to leading the sheep. He took David from being the shepherd boy to being the king. In other words, 
what Nathan what Nathan brought out to the fact about David was this morning was that David won't no longer tending the sheep. David won't no longer following after sheep. Uh -uh. David was made king. Amen. David made it to the next level. First Samuel chapter sixteen verses twelve to thirteen talks about how that that how that God took the least and and and, and it became the very first. When it is time to promote Mordecai, another story. When it was time to promote to promote to promote Mordecai. The Bible says <coughs> the king could not sleep. He ordered that the book of remembrance be brought unto him. God will open the book of remembrance concerning you today in the name of Jesus Christ. Concerning each and every one of us right now. God will, will open up the book of remembrance. God will open up the book of remembrance to all you folks that are listening to us by the way of the internet tonight. Wherever you might be at in the world tonight. Amen. God will open up the book of remembrance concerning you. And where you are. And what you've been through. And what you've had to go through. And what you've had to deal with. And when God looks at all that. And he sees how you stood for him my friend. There's nothing but promotion after promotion after promotion today. Glory. So, when it was time to promote Mordecai, as was said, even though the enemy has planned the destruction of Mordecai, the gallus that Haman made for Mordecai, Haman himself was hanged in it. <laughs> he was hanged on his own gallus. He'd already set everything in order. And God used Esther to set all that up. And when it come time to, to promote Mordecai, he was promoted. Haman was demoted. Haman was hung on his own, uh, 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 hang, uh, own gallus, so to speak. In other words, God promoted the right one. Let me tell you something. The devil will never step in your place. God will not allow that to happen. Somebody give me an amen right there. He who digs a pit shall fall into it. Every grave the enemy has dug for you and your family this year, the enemy himself shall fall into it in the name of Jesus Christ. Moving on to the next level requires what I call the three D's of life. Namely, desire, determination, and dedication. Remember those three. Desire, determination, and dedication. What's the song we just sung? I'm not giving up. Amen. Determination. I'm, I'm, I'm not turning around. Determination. I'm not giving up. Dedication. Why? Because I'm someday going to share a shining crown. In other words, I desire my crown and glory. How about you today? Amen. I want my crown and glory. So the three D's, desire, determination, and, de and dedication. Do you remember the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? I'm sure we all do. In the book of Daniel, these three, these three Jews have a burning desire to serve only the living God. They determine within themselves that they will not bow down to the gold image which Nebuchadnezzar has made. Their dedication earned them unprecedented promotion to the next level in Daniel chapter 3, verses 1 through 30. Now, we know the story how Nebuchadnezzar said that everybody's going to bow before this image that he's built. Shadrach, Meshach didn't, didn't do it. So they brought it to the king's attention. You got three boys over there, they didn't bow. Mm -hmm. 
So then, so they won't bow. So they told him you could either bow or you're going to burn. Let me tell you something tonight. You turn that thing around. You either bow or burn. I got news for you tonight. If you bow, you will burn. If you bow to anything or anybody other than Jesus Christ himself, you will burn tonight. Can I get an amen? Glory. That's the truth. Amen. In Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, God commanded Abram to get out of his country and his father's house for his time, for his time to move on to the next level has come. However, Abram carries excess luggage with him when he was departing and until the excess luggage was dropped, the promise of God did not come to pass. He took excess luggage. Let me tell you something. The Bible tells you and I not to even worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to eat. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to drink. I don't have to worry about, I don't have to worry about anything. The Bible declares that God himself will provide all the needs that you and I have. When God says go, just go. Wait a minute, Pastor. So you got to sit down and make plans for that. I know. That's what, that's what happened to Abram. He sat down and he made some plans. When God said, I want you to get up and go, it's time to leave home. It's time to leave your country. It's time to get on out and go about your business. It's time to just get on out and go. So what did he do? He, he, he stepped out and did a little more than what God wanted him to do. He took Lot with him. I believe Lot was his nephew, if I'm not mistaken. I was reading something one time. There's a message one time. I, I think I preached a message one time. That a little lot, a little lot will mess up the whole lump. A little lot mess up the whole ordeal. In other words, make sure what you're doing is what God wants. And that you're not in a mixture of it. Because when you put yourself in a mixture of it, you could be hindering your promotion to the next level. Uh-uh. Let it all be God. Less of you, more God's, but you're going to be a whole lot better off. None of me and all of God is when I'm very, that's when I'm the very best off. It's when I let God do it all. God, how many know God knows what to do and when to do and how to do it? God knows the right decision to make. Amen? Not that everybody's going to agree with it. Boy, y'all mighty quiet today. But God loves people or a people that's willing to commit their whole selves unto him. We don't need no extra luggage. Moving to the next level requires total obedience, as we talked about this morning. The reason why your miracle has not come has to do with you. The reason why your miracle hasn't come, it has to do with you. God is willing to take you to the next level. He said in his word that if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. How many more need the good of the land? I want the best of the land, amen? I want the best God's got. And the way that I'm gonna get the best that God's got is for me to be totally obedient to God and all things God wants me to do. Well, pastor, that's impossible. No, it's not impossible. Some people say it's impossible to live a perfect life. No, it's not impossible to live a perfect life. Wait a minute, now you're stepping out on a limb. I've been out there before. I mean, has ever heard of Job? You remember what the, story, what, the, what the scripture says about Job? Job was a perfect and upright man before God. Well, that's Job. Well, how I many know God's no respect of person? I might not, I may never line up to where you want me to be. But when it comes between me and God, everything between me and God might better be absolute perfect. 
That's hard right there. I know it is. And it hit hard to some people. But I'm going to tell you something. If there's a blemish between me and God, I better get that blemish fixed huh, before the death angel comes my way. Because if I don't, guess what? Then I'm going to ask him for that blemish. And the Bible says he's coming back after a church without spot, blemish, or wrinkle, or any such thing. So if there's anything between me and God, I might better get it fixed tonight because I might not be here tomorrow. Wait a minute, preacher. That's a fact. Between you and God, it might better be perfect. Can't be. Yes, it can. How many know, how many has ever heard of David? Little David, the shepherd boy. He committed sin after sin after sin. He committed adultery. He murdered. He did all kinds of stuff. But the Bible says he was a man after God's own heart. And I've sat and I pondered on that sometimes. I said, God, if David was a man after your own heart, and he committed adultery, he committed, he committed murder, he did all kinds of, all this other stuff, he did, 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 did. I ain't got no problem. I don't have a problem at all. Then the Lord just preached my spirit, said, son, you might better be careful. Because David was a man after my own heart. And one of the main reasons David was a man after God's own heart, my own, my own personal belief is, the main reason David was a man after God's own heart was David lived a repentant life. David didn't hate to say, Father, I'm sorry. Forgive me for what I've done. Now, just because, you know, we have that, it, we have that to our advantage to ask the Lord to forgive us, don't give us, don't give us a license to, to sin. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, any given moment, I better make sure everything between me and my Lord is right. Is that okay? How many know it's a tight walk with Jesus Christ? What did he tell Moses? And Moses, I want you to speak to the rock. And Moses said, you know, Lord, I'm fed up and sick and tired of these people. I'm tired of standing in the gap for them all the time. So what did Moses do? He took his rod and he struck the rock. He didn't speak to it. He struck it. He was disobedient to God. Now, did Moses make it? Yep, because I got word in the New Testament that he was seen. Amen. Peter saw Jesus, Moses, and Elijah. Is that right? So I know Moses made it. But what did he tell him? He said, son, you're going to see. I'm going to take you up on this mountain and you're going to see. But you're not going to enter therein. I, don't, I ain't got all the words of that. I can't explain all that. I don't know what the whole, 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 I don't know what God's frame of mind about all that is. The only thing I knew is that God's let me know his son between you and me. The relationship between you and me, there can be absolutely nothing wrong with our relationship. And the way that my relationship with God is going to be made perfect, the way that my relationship with God is going to be made right is through and by his son, Jesus Christ, my Lord. As I accept him as my Lord and Savior, he forgives me of my sin. Is that right? So then I have to still live a life that is blameless before God. I got y'all's attention now. I can just feel the tense right now. You're waiting for me to dig my way out of this hole. And I've got myself in. I ain't got to dig my way out of it. I'm just telling you what the Lord's put in my heart, what the Lord has helped me with, uh, that there can't be any blemishes between me and him. None at all. 
I don't have to explain that. I got the word of God to back me up on it. Amen. But I can feel the tense right there. Now some people say, well, there's no way in the world. Yes, yes, there is. Job lived to be a perfect man. Amen. There was, there, there's, and I can't think of it off the top of my head, but there, there, there's others in the word of God that, were, that was perfect before God. So that lets me know that you and I can be perfect before God. Huh? Are you going to like me? Not all the time. You're going to like everything I do? Nope. You're going to like everything I say? Nope. You won't, you won't like it all. But let me tell you this. As long as I got it settled with my God, then that's what matters more than anything else. Amen? Because there are going to be times that ministers, if, they, if they're going to be the minister that God wants them to be, if they're going to be pastors that God wants them to be, if they're going to be evangelists and teachers, whatever it is that God wants them to be, and they're going to fall under that anointing of God, they're going to say some things every once in a while. They're going to preach some things or teach some things every once in a while that is not going to be agreed upon whatsoever, and people's not going to like what they say. But guess what? It don't matter what the people think. It's what God knows between me and him. It's okay today, okay? That's what we have to stand on. I was listening to Donnie Swagger preaching. I, I made mention a couple weeks ago. I listened to him preaching on Sunday morning. And my wife made a statement. He's going to answer for that. There's a price to pay for what he's talking about now. I said, you're exactly right. But if he's not, if he's not man enough to stand up and say what God's put in his heart and the, and the Bible backs him up with what he's saying, then he's not much of a preacher. Just because people don't like it, you can't back off from it. Because guess what? Just like you, just like me, just like you, we're going to stand before the Lord one of these days. And I don't know about you. I'm not giving up. I'm not turning around. Huh? Uh-uh. I'm, I'm determined I'm going to get my shining crown. And whatever it takes for me to get that between me and God, that's exactly what I'm going to do. If it her lips the devil. Because you know what? I love to make the devil mad. I, it just tickles me to death to make you mad. Why? Because if I'm making him mad, then I know I'm getting closer to my promotion. Because I'm doing something he don't like. And when he don't like it, when he gets upset, there's a price to pay. But guess who I got walking with me? As long as I hold in that nail-scarred hand, I'm going to wear my shining crown. Amen, somebody shout praise the Lord. I'm talking about promotion to the next level. I'm talking about seeing you at the top. I'm not interested down here at the bottom. I'm not interested in hanging, 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 just living a mediocre life down here. No, no, you see, I've already told the devil, and I've already, and my wife says, be careful, son. But let me tell you something. I want to be at the top of the devil's hit list because that's the only place to be if you're going to be what God wants you to be for the glory of God. You can believe one thing. I've been there a few times. But God's always brought us out. How many believe he's going to bring us out again? You know, some folks are, some folks are just scared, afraid of the enemy. You know? Well, I'm not going to do this here because it's going to upset the devil. I don't care if the devil gets upset. I hold up rather have the devil upset me than God upset with me. Because I'm going to get promoted to the next level. And as long as the devil's pleased with me, there ain't no promotion for this old boy. But as long as I'm doing what God wants me to do, I'm looking for a great promotion one of these days. Huh? Is that all right? Somebody shout praise the Lord. God's good, ain't he? So, if you're willing to be obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Despite all the distractions of the sons of the prophet to Elisha, in 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 1 through 7, he has the desire 
And he was determined to follow Elijah unto the end. His dedication earned him the double portion and he changed from servant of the prophet to prophet. You understand what I'm saying? Listen to what happened. He had a desire. He was determined to follow Elijah. Now, now you and I know tonight that Elijah tried his best a couple times and the only thing he was doing, uh, he was just testing Elisha to see what Elisha was all about. Uh, see, if Eli- see if Elisha was really determined. Uh, see if Elisha really had it at heart to do what he wanted to do. Uh, see if Elisha, Elisha really had a desire and a dedication uh, to do what God wanted him to do uh, to receive that double portion that he wanted. Uh, in other words, Elisha said, look, uh, I'm going over yonder, but you stay here and I'll be back after a while, so to speak. Just paraphrase. What did Elisha tell him? Elisha? He said, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. You see, because they done come told Elisha. To told Elisha. He said, Elisha, Elisha, you got to know this. Today, he's going to leave you. Today, God's going to take him. You see, the word of Elijah being transformed or, or taken up in that whirlwind of fire want a secret. The word had got out to quite a few people if you go back and you read the story because they come to Elisha and they said, look, Elisha, hey, today, he's going to leave you today. So you might better hang with him. You might better stick with him through thick and thin. You might better do whatever do whatever you got to do, take whatever you got to take, go through whatever you got to go through. If you really want what, what, what God's really got for you, then you might better hang in there. Listen to me, church. You might better hang in there for just a little while longer. If you really want what God's promised you and what God's promised me, we got to hang in there a little bit longer. We got to keep, we, we got to keep looking to him. We got to keep, uh, to stay on our face before God. We got to, let me tell you something. If there's ever been a praying time, this is a praying time in America right now. Not only in America, but all over the world. Amen. It was mentioned tonight about, about we need to pray for the, the, for the election in Georgia. Give a rip about the election in Georgia. Wait a minute, preacher, be careful. Yeah, no, no, no. You see, too many people put putting too much emphasis on what's going on around about us and our government. No, you need to put your emphasis on God regardless who Georgia votes in to, to the office. I'm serving God and God's able to protect me and help me through anything that the government brings my way. That's my thoughts on it. If I was voting in Georgia, then I'd vote for the right ones. I'll tell you that. I will tell you that. But I'm going to tell you this. No, no, no. You see, for the year 2020, too many emphasis, too much emphasis has been put on everything that's going on wrong around us, about us. No, no, no. You see, and God, I, I was really praying and seeking the Lord this morning. And, 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 and it's just like, you know, God, it's almost like God has been, what's the word? I had a word this morning. The respectful God, I, may, I might even say it this morning. The, the respectful God is almost gone. Churches all around, all around the world is even at the point I'm not respecting God anymore. Seriously. Church is in trouble. And I'll be the first one to tell you the church is in trouble. The church is in trouble. I'll be the first one to tell you that. And I'm talking about the church universal. Amen. I won't be afraid to step out and say the pine level might be in a little bit of trouble because of attitudes, the way people think. Come on, help me out. We, we, we focus too much on the things of the world and things that's going on and all the things that can happen to us uh, when we ought to be focusing on God uh, who is our deliverer who's going to set us free uh, regardless of what the devil says or does. I'm looking for the next promotion. 
That's what I'm looking for. And the devil ain't going to cheat me out of it. Uh -uh. I refuse to let him cheat me out of it. I've come too far to turn back now. I've got too much to go to heaven for. Amen. I've got too many people there waiting for me on the other side. That when they left here, as far as they knew, I was going to make it. But you know what? And I thought about that time. And I, I, you know, we do, we do funeral after funeral after funeral after funeral. And I was telling someone that long ago, he said, I've never been to a bad funeral yet. I've never been to a funeral, and even myself, I've never been to a funeral yet where it says, this person that make it, they're going to hell. Never been to a funeral. With that said, for number one, there's a reason I don't do it, because I'm not the judge of that person. I, I'm not the girl of life, I'm not the take her life, I don't judge the individual, I just know what the Bible says, if you know Jesus Christ, when you take that last breath, everything's going to be okay, you're going to be in glory. But I will tell you this, I've seen people get all climb all up in caskets almost crying and snotting and carrying on and acting foolish how much they loved that individual, how much they loved that individual the week before they cussed them out. They think they were worth a hill of beans, weren't worth nothing, but now they're dead and gone. Now they want to climb all up in the casket and act foolish. That's when I go to the family and say, you might better be careful. What about last week? Is it a different last week than this week? What's going on? Amen? You see what I'm saying? So, what are you saying all that for, preacher? I'm saying, this, I'm saying this to say this. His life ain't up to me. His life is up to him and his maker and his savior. That's who his life is up to. As far as I know, he's saved as, long as, as, as the day is long. He's saved right now, sitting on that front pew right now, on his way to heaven. And, 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 and I ain't got no reason to question that. But when it comes down to the point, Brother Frank, and I just have to tell you like it is, only God knows the heart. Only God knows the heart of man. You don't know my heart, you just know me. But what I portray to you, I'm hoping and believing and trusting God that what you see in me, it's not me no more, but it's Jesus Christ in me. Because when you see Jesus Christ in me, you ain't got to worry about who I am no more. You ain't got to worry about what I've done no more because I'm looking at another promotion. I'm looking at great promotion in the sky. So don't worry about who I was or what I am. Just know this, with me and Jesus Christ, I want to make sure everything's okay. That means having the right attitude with you. That means he's talking good about you when you ain't around me. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, folks? Promotion to the next level. There's more to it than words. No, 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 no. 2021, I'm predicting, prophesying, whatever you want to call it, 2021 is going to be the greatest year yet. In this ministry, in this church, in your life, if you can accept it, go with it. If you can't accept it, then just go with what you want to go with. But I'm telling you now, what I feel in my spirit tonight, this is the best year yet. Because I'm not focused on what's going on in D.C. I'm focused on what's going on in glory. Amen. My hope's in him, not in them. Amen. That's where my hope's at. My hope's in him. And I know he's going to look after us. So despite all the distraction, he was determined, he had a desire, and he was dedicated to do what the Lord wanted him to do. There is somebody hearing this message right now. By the way, on the internet, wherever you might be, 
here, who, whatever. As you applied the three D's and give your total obedience to the word of God, the story of your life will change. I don't care how low you've been. I don't care how bad it looks. I don't care what the circumstances around you are. I don't, it, it don't matter. Quit looking at your problems and look at the God of your problems. You understand what I'm saying? Quit looking at how broke you are and look at the one that holds it all in the palm of his hand. Well, pastor, I can't pay the rent. I know. But let me tell you what you need to do. If you have, if you have a desire, be determined and be dedicated to God. God opened up doors. He'll open up windows that you never even thought of could be open before. God can do that. I've seen him do, I've seen him do it too many times. How many give me amen right there? I remember one time years ago, and I'm closing, Brother David. I remember one time years ago, opened the refrigerator. I had something like a two-year-old little girl. I had a, a seven-year-old little boy. He's five years older than she is. She was about two years old, between two and three. He was between seven and eight. I remember going to the refrigerator and they want a whole lot there to eat. Whole lot of nothing. Nothing at all. You know, when you open the refrigerator, these things like that begin to happen. You just begin to start praying and seeking God. And when God sees that you, you have a desire and that you're dedicated and that you're determined, it ain't gonna take him long before he'll come on the scene for you. I remember praying that day and I can remember it as though it, if, if it was yesterday. Had an elderly couple in the church. They pulled up to our back door. They had an old Chrysler. I can't think of the year model of that thing, but I can see it right now. A little light blue Chrysler. And I was going to help him out because I had oil all everything. And I got this stuff one time that you could spray on the engine and it, would, it was a degreaser. And then you could take the hose and spray it off. And everything would clean up. I did that and that engine looked good. But the next few times he went to crank that thing, it wouldn't crank. And I'm gonna tell you something, I don't care how good the degreaser is, you the one caused that problem in my car, you better get it fixed. When it has worked on mine all the time. Anyway, it's a little problem. But nevertheless, they pulled up to the back door. They backed up to the back door. He opened up his trunk. And I'm telling you now, Brother Larry, in the back of his trunk was loaded with groceries. I mean, just filled with groceries. We brought them in bag after bag after bag. God filled, God filled the refrigerator full. Give us plenty to eat. We had plenty to eat there for a right good while. Let me tell you something. God will come on the scene. He will bless you if you put your faith and trust in God. Too many people sitting around right now waiting for a stimulus check. And they done, what I understand today on the news, they done sprayed McConnell's house. Went over there and put all kinds of mess on his house. Uh, what do you call it when they do that? Confetti, yeah, confetti, yeah, what you call the mess? Done pray, sprayed all his house because he fought against the $2,000 uh, check, stimulus check, but he's gonna be okay with the $600 check. So they didn't wanna spray his house and mess his house all up. <laughs> That's how the enemy works. And for him to retaliate would be a good thing to just call the law out and find out who it was. You got cam I, I, let me tell you something. He's got cameras up out there. I guarantee he could tell exactly who it was, when it was, what time it happened, who had the candle spray can spray in the hand, whatever. I guarantee he had it all right there. For him to retaliate, the best thing to do is call us and get the law out there and let's lock all these folks up and do this. Do this, do this. 
No, but what I understand him to say is, to, 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 to some effect is, he's not really going to worry about it because the people are just mad and upset. Now, that's what I heard from, it could be a guy telling me a story today, but anyway, that's what I heard from the news today. He, he all that upset about it. Let me tell you something. That won't bother me as much if, if the devil does something to me. Say, well, that is the devil. Well, then maybe he ought to say, okay, we want to give a $2,000 stimulus check. Then he wouldn't have had that. They'd have brought flowers and laid at his front door. Too many people looking for the stimulus check this morning or today, the next week, next month, whenever it's going to come. That's what they're looking for. They're looking for a handout from the government. Let me tell you something, folks. Don't put your faith in the government. The government wants to rule you. And whatever they can do to rule you is exactly what they're going to do. And the more they give to you, listen to me out there the way of the internet, the more they give to you, the more you're going to humble yourself down to them, the more you're going to like them, the more you're going to accept them, the more you're going to accept what they say and do, and after a while, you're going to fall right into the hands of whatever it is they want to do. Not me. I'm not looking at demotion. I'm looking at promotion. I heard a lady this week talking on the radio how the Holocaust, how it got started, and it got started the same way. She escaped the Holocaust and, 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 and a Holocaust, everybody, how you say it. She escaped that. But you know what she did? She explained the very same thing, Brother Frankie, that's going, that went on in that day of her time. Of what happened in the government and what was going on at that time is exactly what's going on in today's time. And after a while, people are going to sit back and take it easy and relax and say it's going to be okay. They're going to look after us. They're going to, be, they're going to make sure everything we have is, need, is, is there and no, we've got nothing to worry about. Let me tell you something, folks. When you put your faith and trust in the government, you'll look in demotion, not promotion. Look to Jesus Christ. He's the, only, he's the only way out of this world. He's the only way out. So don't mess around and get caught up in the government's things. Amen? When that man is put into office on January the 20th, he'll be my president. If he, if he, if, according to what's in there now, he ain't moving. I got news for him. Unless he beats what he's trying to beat, he's going to move or they'll move him. You understand what I'm saying? So he might pull it through. I don't know. But what I'm saying is whoever is, is inaugurated in office on January the 20th, if that's when it's going to be, that'll be my next president. That'll be, that'll be the man that I respect. That woman will be my vice president if, they, if they're inaugurated in office. I'll respect her as a vice president. I will. I'll take it as far as I can take it. But when them two Come against this right here. When they come against this right here, that's when I'm going to make my stand. That's when they have to come and put me in chains or do whatever they got to do. Because if I give in to the laws of the land that contradict the laws of God, then I'm looking demotion, not promotion. I'm looking a promotion. And the only way I can get that promotion is to die in this life I'm living in right now because the only way to get to heaven is die anyway. If the only way I'm going to get there is to die, well, guess what? My Savior was willing to die for me. The least I can do is be willing to die for him if that's what it comes down to. Well, Pastor, that's very stern statements. I know it is, but I'm going to tell you something, my friend. If right now is what I keep saying, the rubber's going to meet the road. The rubber's going to hit the road. 
And right now is the time that our relationship with Almighty God needs to be as far may be, be perfect and that no blemishes whatsoever between you between between you and him, between me and him, because when the pressure gets on, amen, if you ain't got Jesus Christ, that pressure's gonna overcome you. But if you got Jesus Christ, regardless what the devil does in the world, I'm gonna be an overcomer because I'm more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ, my Lord. You see, I'm saying things now that upset people. They don't like it too good, but, I, but I'm sorry. That's the way it's got to be because I believe what thus saith the word of God. For me to make heaven my home, then I got to be determined. I got to have a desire and I got to be dedicated to my God. And whatever it takes me to be dedicated to God, then that's exactly what I want to do. And I'm praying every day, God, give me this strength to be able to stand against any thing the devil brings my way because I don't want to fall into the hands of defeat. I want to stand true to my God and live a life of victorious, amen? So I command every evil arrow to return to sender. Every demonic wall surrounding your destiny shall collapse in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, if the clouds are full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. If the, clouds of, of, uh, uh, if the clouds are full of rain, they empty themselves of the earth. I command now both the cloud and the earth to spew up your miracle that has been swallowed in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord and your Lord. I command now for the earth and the clouds to spew up your miracle that some folks think that it's impossible, but no, nah, with God all things are possible. Somebody shout praise the Lord. How many believers in the house? To him that believeth all things are possible tonight, amen? That's what we have to look to. He is our rewarder. The Bible says you first must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. Amen? So you are blessed in Jesus' name. Look at your neighbor and say you are blessed. You are blessed and I will see you at the top in Jesus' name. Brother David. Sing the wondrous love of Jesus. Sing his mercy and his grace. In the mansions bright and blessed, he'll prepare for us the place. Every day, just one glance.
Watching the Pine Level Pentecostal Holiness Church, a church you can call home with people you can call family. The Pine Level Pentecostal Holiness Church is located on 112 East Blanche Street, and we welcome you to come and join us in worship every Sunday morning at 10:30 a.m., every Sunday night at 6 p.m., and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Don't forget, if you can't join us in person, you can always join us via the internet through the website at pinelevelphc.org. You can watch our services, check out upcoming events, and lots more there at the website. You can also check out our app through Google Play or iOS App Store. Download the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church app. It's free to use, free to download. You can watch our services live or on demand. Check out other things about the church, even donate to the church through the link. If you have a Facebook account, go to facebook.com forward slash Pine Level PHC. Get notifications when we go live. Check out pictures and other upcoming events about our church. Just like our Facebook page. That's all you have to do. Also, YouTube is available for the YouTube subscribers. Search YouTube for Pine Level PH Church. Subscribe to our channel. Get notifications when we go live. You watch our services live or on demand. Don't forget, if you can't watch us, maybe you want to listen. Search for our podcast through your favorite podcast provider and listen to the services anywhere in the world. Don't forget about our new radio station. Go to our website or app for the quick link. And you can also just simply type in pinelevelphc.org forward slash radio. Radio stations playing good gospel music 24-7. Also, lots other programming is available for your enjoyment. So if you want to check that out, do so anytime and listen with friends around the world. For everyone here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church, I'm Joey Perry. We hope to see you soon here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church.